Hello everyone, this is Mengfei Li, and welcome to my brand new episode of The Missing Piece. Now, Bill Gates just came out with a brand new book entitled How to Avoid a Climate Disaster. Based on some of the general interviews he did, Gates believed that technology and international collaboration could, quote, lead the future, as well as shaping the humanity in a more approachable way in the year of 2021 and so forth. But meanwhile, let's take a journey way back to the history where some historical or important elements in the past could also play significant roles in pushing us forward. Now, joining our show is Jabril. He's an American academic and artist based in Shanghai. He has worked at many accredited institutions, such as Harvard University and Babson Business College. His focuses are in debate, writing, public speaking, and independent filmmaking. Brother, welcome to my show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, let's get started. Again, um... I mentioned that, I mean, you're a man of uh, many hats, but let's get to the question uh, regarding your film. Why bother to make the film about the early 80s or even 90s or even different periods of the country? Because people are saying, hey, look, we're in the year of 2021. And if we want to talk about the history, I think we it's most people would agree with me that it's better we talk about, say, in the early 1930s or 40s or 60s. So can you walk us through why it's so significant for you to um, to support even um, produce the movies that regarding the 80s of America? What is the purpose of that? Yeah, good question. So um, our film is called Arcadism. Decades Retold, and, and, and it's also known as Arcadism, the 80s. And um, Arcadism is a media theory that I developed that basically goes into detail on why um, certain crossovers and different relationships and different industries work the way they do. So um, it was good to start with the 80s because uh, in the 80s, uh, hip-hop became mainstream. It, it, it kind of was birthed out of, out of New York City and was a um, sort of a guerrilla... Uh, independent, um, you know, DIY, for lack of a better phrase, art movement, and that this sort of approach to art uh, affected the whole world in obvious ways, like the whole world was affected by hip-hop, but even that approach of doing it yourself and uh, using your resources to create um, a, a, a cultural movement is an approach that has, is basically the framework for all internet subcultures in uh in present day. So, um, you know, I mean, the, the film is really interesting, like the internet and internet subcultures and, and how these subgroups work. And almost all of them have to uh, pay tribute to uh, uh, hip hop as, you know, in a way, one of the first subcultures, subgenres, sub movements in a way, um, because it, it effectively is a, uh, a derivative and a collection and a concoction of like every popular music form before it right so that's why mm. we decided to start with the 80s well brother you mentioned about hip-hop now i mean i'm sure that i mean we are both living in china at this moment but american hip-hop if we can um say pinpoint 
some of the names, like for example, Jay-Z and Kanye West. And of course, like if we look at the history, people, I think there's there should be a general clear understanding of the history of hip-hop because based on my understanding a lot more hip-hop songs and on uh, the pieces they're actually they originated from personal stories or in other words there's type of personal transformation and instead of telling the story in writing with novels and books and newspapers and articles etc but music has this special attraction or has this special magic that really engage with people in a higher level. So, Jabril, can you just talk us a little bit about, I mean, again, why focus on the hip-hop? And also, right now, how do you think that we should clearly understand the significance of hip-hop in terms of understand how the country or even the society has shaped or transformed over the period? Sure, yeah. I mean, um... Well, it's a very complex sort of uh, question, but I can I can start by saying that um, you know you are right that that it does have a sort of magical uh, you know ability to change the way people think and to and motivate people to come together and to uh, and to mobilize and to think. Um, and what's unique about it is that it doesn't need really a lot of resources as much as putting together a full band would need right mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily need the you know years and years of technical ability to play the piano or guitar you need you know an idea a very powerful idea and uh, that idea needs to be told in rhyme and uh, and in sequence with the music and if you're able to do that then you're able to you know MC uh, or become a master of ceremonies and control the crowd so Hip hop is really sort of a spiritual, you know, uh, energetic, you know, very underrated uh, art form because it's basically you are taking words and you're rearranging them in a way uh, that sparks, you know, different uh, light, sparks a different, you know, mental, imaginative zone in the mind um, through just the through the through the science of rhyme. And so it's like poetry uh, and you tell your story, you know, and so mm. it's amazing in that way. And then to kind of talk about how it kind of shaped cultures and things like that. I mean, you know, since it became mainstream, every every society has, you know, adopted it or absorbed hip hop culture in some way or hip hop elements in some way. And so, you know, it's like it's 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 not really avoidable at this point. You know, it's a global language. It's a universal language. Even people who don't listen to the music if they see something that looks like hip hop to them, they can recognize that and identify, oh, that's, 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 that's hip hop, you know, that's street style, you know, mm. and uh, it's affected the whole world. It's become a, a multi, you know, billion dollar industry around the world, you know, from anywhere from sneakers to clothes, to music, to, you know, to, to uh, books, even everything, man, art. Yeah, so there's a lot of people in, involved, yeah. Mm. Well, Jabril, you know, um, even though I don't have a lot more understanding in the hip-hop, but I do, well, I mean, um, this is really the confession box. It's whenever I feel this sense of connection with the hip-hop, I know, like, besides all the artists that you mentioned, uh, like Jay-Z, Kanye West, and uh, other, thi other um, uh, luminaries, but... 
I always think about the person um, uh, which is Eminem, and I just feel like you know uh, even uh, a lot more people who are listening to this show can uh, maybe agree with me is whenever we listen to the song created by Eminem, it's not just about that he was telling the story within this period, but the content and also the the beauty of the song it's really engaged with people across the generations. So it's not just but belongs to the millennials, but also belong to uh, you know older generations or even generations that who might even know Eminem, but they're able to connect with him, especially with the lyrics. Now, with that said, you are living in China, and Chinese millennials today are passionate, or or if I can be careful, is the younger generations have been passionate or extremely enthusiastic about the Western pop, uh, hip hop culture for decades. So, how do you think that the the um the documentary that you were making, producing in about er- early eighties South America, nineties, or even you know uh, modernity, how does that going to build connection with the audience, not just for uh, uh the viewers in America, but let's talk about the cross cultural communication or cross-cultural audience how would you do that well um the film um i we think that it's going to be very successful when we start showing it to people in china because there's so many uh so much imagery that is recognizable to uh you know chinese youth and just you know people who are interested in in pop culture and just interested in art so many people are interested in art these days and you know the internet uh you know, despite, you know, popular belief, there is a lot of interesting ideas and artists that are being, you know, shared and expressing their ideas online. So uh, we think that the, the, the imagery is recognizable, but our job is to uh, connect those dots. You know, a lot of people may know about, like you said, Eminem, they might know about Jay-Z, but they don't know about, you know, where it came from mm. or how it snowballed into other things in America, in the world. They're not, they're not familiar with that or they're, they're not familiar of about you know Japan's influence in America and you know how hip hop in Japan or America and Japan really started working together to push um, push the culture forward in, in many ways and and we have plans to eventually explore uh, some more of the su- more subtle under the radar ways that America and China have worked together in the in the arts and culture that a lot of people don't know about because there's a history there and. Um, so we just think that this, first of all, the movie is just amazing, right? And the editing is amazing, and the scenes and the imagery is just amazing. And then people are just going to see it, and they're just going to be totally captivated by it because the imagery is just like, wow. You know, it's just like everything that you wanted to see, everything that you may have seen and haven't seen all in one place, all at one time. So that's why we think it's going to really capture the audience here. But then also, like... um, you know, it opens up the door and gets people to start thinking. It is hip hop in a way. The film, like, it isn't all about hip hop. Only, only really the first hip hop is sprinkled as a theme throughout, but it's not about hip hop. It's just that the approach is very hip hop. In that, you know, in hip hop, you don't explain every single word. You don't explain explain every single stanza in the line. You have to think and connect the dots yourself. You have to maybe listen to the song a hundred times to understand those lines. So it's it's very coded in that way. Mm. And in the same way. Um, in the same way the film is very coded in that you have to watch it a lot of times to connect the dots and to for it to refresh your memory and to jog your ideas and all that. So we think that anybody, even if their English is like not even that, that amazing, if they can understand a, a little bit of it, 
they'll be impressed. Well, I'm very glad that you touch on many uh, um, uh, practical points, but again, let's dig deeper on this one, Jabril. It's you mentioned music, and also you mentioned art, and I agree with you, and I totally, one hundred percent, with you that. Even though people might not speak fluent English, or people might not able to use uh, languages uh, verbally make themselves understood, but art and music can actually cross that barrier and bring people together internationally. But here's the reality: is if you look at the calendar, <laughs> we are in the year of 2021, and in the year of 2020, we surely went through this. A lot more ups and downs with the pandemic, and it was rather challenging for people to say, "Well, you know, I really wanted to think about something that we can connect the world together again, or I really wanted to、uh, use more approachable way so I can、uh, use creative way to express myself." Now, so based on your description, that people watch the film. And people wanted to get some inspiration from the film and、uh, even from the documentary. How much, it, how much inspiration or how much element you you actually put into consideration when the pandemic it's actually creating or uh, uh, hitting the headlight of the news on the daily basis? Yeah. So, like, how did the how did the pandemic affect you know the production of this film? Yeah, and also and also the impact, not just for the audience, but also the audience abroad. Because again, you want the film to be viewed not only domestically, but internet, but also internationally. But how could you bring the audience together in in the midst of this confusion or this a、uh, a、uh, a fearfulness of the pandemic? So I mean, we talk a little bit about the、um, the pandemic in the film. And、uh, but we don't like go into super detail on it. We just kind of introduce it. So, I mean,、um, so the first question about how did it affect production? Well, it kind of inspired us to expedite production a little bit. Like we kind of wanted to, it made us take it more seriously and work on it more because we knew that there was a, a big part of、uh, you know history that needed to be told as far as like you know cultural history. And、uh, so we we really pushed the pedal to the metal and and got that done. And then, as far as like bringing people together in the midst of confusion and whatnot, about it, did did it affect production? It definitely expedited production, and we、uh, the the pandemic made us want to take producing the film more seriously and, and get it done、um, because we knew that there was a story and and culture and pop culture that needed to be told, and there was so much information that was being distributed、uh, with the you know invention of the internet that we. Needed to try to consolidate some of this information and, and highlight some important moments in history, so it made us take it very seriously. And then,、um, as far as like bringing people together in the、uh, pandemic and in this air time of confusion, like we think that's what film is all about. Like we have the opportunity to show the film, you know, in person in some places, so we're going to do that. And then we have an opportunity to show it online,、mm. so we're doing that also. And so it allows people to see it from the comfort of their own home, and hopefully. Uh, provide some new context on, like, you know, how did we get here? You know,、mm. because if we just, because sometimes we have short-term memory loss and we forget about what happened before, and so, and some people never learned it at all. So hopefully, this helps give people more、um, comfort about, you know, their identity, who they are, where they are, how we got here, and 
helps helps them make some better decisions on uh, you know the step forward you know and, and and inspires them and encourages them to say that like hey there are people out there that are thinking about this and and that there's still hope for people to come together and um and to make good decisions and and decide on how we want to be productive in the world moving forward so mm-hmm. yeah i think that it's just a it's a good sign for people to and and a, and a good uh, opportunity for people to look at something else but besides you know being worried about the future yeah mm. well let's uh, excuse me now let's talk about let's talk about the next topic it's about culture you know i used to live in the states more than 13 years and if someone asked me to say what is the american culture you know there there could be so many elements that i can share with them like for example um the the uh, the, the individualism of the country and also the um, the the unity of the um, different parties and uh, and also uh, the unique uh, sightseeings and also the uh, presidents and you know there are just so many um, aspects that I can put into the word culture now but Jabril you live in China and you have been living in China for many years and you you um, used to teach at Harvard and also different um, education or credit institutions. So from your perspective, how would you define the word culture today? Um, you know, um, culture is kind of complex topic also. It's definitely one of those things that I'm, I think that it's, it's, I use it as a word that's supposed to, you know, jog, the memory and experiences from the person who has ex- who's who's listening or has experienced them. Um, culture is kind of a, a collection of, I would say, practices and ideologies and um, yeah, rituals even, and uh, yeah, that that kind of make up um, the the zeitgeist or the you know the the ideological standards. A status quo of the day, you know, it kind of makes up the 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 invisible breathing, you know, entity of the day, right? It's like it's it makes up the modern contemporary times. That's what culture is. It makes up how we think about life, how we think about the world, right? And um, you know, I try not to put such a fine point on it um, because I, I do want it to, you know, allow for a uh, place for conversation, and then also because I think that it's a it's a, it's a quite a, a you know a, a deep topic to to go into you know what is culture exactly you mm. know? Uh, but there's different elements there of course that play a part like typically like food and language and like you know religion and politics and uh, you know these sorts of things uh, practices and like uh, traditions and you know that's sort of things that everyone thinks about when they think about culture is typically what I'm thinking about. Right. Well, the last question, again, let's go back to the film, is the film that, or even the documentary that you're producing, it's about the 80s of America, and that I'm sure the 90s, and the, you know, the 2000s, and a lot more younger generations, and when I say younger generations who were born in the year of 2000s, you know, or even like my daughter, you know, she, she was born in the year of 2020. So for the future younger generation... Uh, thank, thank you. So, so for the future younger generations, how do you think that 
or how does that film is going to navigate them to understand? They say, listen, the culture happened in the past, or the country that experienced the climax and also the down、uh, the downsides. It's so important. It's so part of the transformation of the country. So, how do you think that you are going to send this message to the younger generations that who have no idea about the '80s of America, even even the '90s of America, even of the world? So, how would you engage with the younger generations at this moment? Because I think it's crucial that, it, and also it's important for them to understand that without the past. Anything happens today won't make any sense. You see my point? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's why we wanted to make the film, like because we knew that there was going to be, you know, that there's kids who grew up in like 2000 and you know, born in 2010 or like like 2020 or 2018, and we were just like, that's crazy, you know. And like, how do we、um, how do we tell these stories? How do we get this message out? How do we give them something? How do we do our part? Like. You know, it's not like the you know, it's not the most ideal way necessarily to send this message. It is one of the best ways to send the message, but like you know, we wanted to get to you know, we want people to see it and we want people to know about it. And it's like it's challenging because you know you're dealing with a, a, an era where it's a ton of information already out there. You're dealing with an era that that people say doesn't have a long a long attention span, so they're easily distracted. So.、Um, And then you might deal with the generation of people that's just not interested. So,、uh, but we have seen that there have been a couple people born in two、uh, thousands, you know, two thousand five, for example, that are interested in、uh, and 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 are and want to see their decade. They want to see their decade on video. And so, one way is that we cover as many decades as we can.、Mm. And the second way, the second way is that like we,、um, you know, we encourage, you know. Uh, uh, universities, uh, educational institutions,、uh, creative companies, creative teams to show the film and talk about the film. I mean, it's totally, it's totally free. I mean, it's it's open access for people. It's it's for the people. It's not it's not trying to tell anyone how to think or what to think. It's just posing a question and getting people to think about these memories and hopefully inspire people to ask their parents and ask their grandparents about you know what happened before. Do some research about what happened before, and so、um, it's just a, an opportunity to bring people together. And we think that if, if more people, young people, hear about it,、uh, this this project can have a very long life, and、um, it will be mentioned hopefully, you know, decades and decades to come as a piece that like really helped people make sense out of everything that that happened or everything that was important to them. So, you know, we just gotta. Keep the faith, and、uh, you know, keep a positive attitude, and、uh, you know, and continue to show it, and inspire other people, and ask other people what they think about it. So, you know, our plan is in the future to, when we screen it in the summer, screen the film, we want to,、um, you know, do little workshops and get people to ask questions about, like, what, what, what ideas came to mind, or what questions came to mind, or what are some. Things that we should have included that that came up in your head, or you know, if you're in Japan or if you're in China, like what are elements that you feel like mirror what happened in the states, like these sorts of things to get people to contribute. Because what that does is that gives us the feedback. So when we make you know an addendum or a newer version of these films, or we you know we do an additional spinoff of these films, we can add in other cultural contexts and and even further bring people together. So. 
it's a long, it's an ongoing project, but we feel confident that uh, it has the, um, you know, the the legs to really uh, make a positive impact on people who are in the creative arts.、Mm, well. Jabril is American academic and artist based in Shanghai, and his focuses are in debate, writing, public speaking, and independent filmmaking. Jabril, thank you so much for taking your time joining my show. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and again, we wish the best to all the productions regarding the film and also the upcoming projects. And we're hoping that more and more people are going to click on the link. And、uh, going to watch the documentary or watch the show, and we hope and we pray that everything and more and more people, especially the younger generations across the globe, are going to be interested and also fascinated about what happened in the past, able to understand what is happening today. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. It's a great honor to be on your show, and I, I'm looking forward to working with you more. And thank you to all your listeners. Appreciate it.